What's going on, y'all? It's your boy J.H. Gibbons here. I'm Wilson. And welcome to yet another episode of your Chromas Podcast, episode 94. That is 94 straight weeks of gems with only six more episodes yet left until our 100th, which is uh, that's going to be amazing. I can't believe we made it this far. But you believed it because you're watching and you continue to watch and listen. And we are thankful for that. If you are listening to us today, it means that you are listening on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you hear your podcasts. If you're watching us, it can only mean one thing. It means you're on YouTube. We thank you for watching. And if you're looking at our smiling faces this Sunday, I need three more things that, sh- that I want you to do. Um, and I'd love for you to do it now before you go any further into this video. Hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button. Hit that notification bell. Because what will happen? Next time you open your YouTube app on your phone or your laptop, mostly I'll use a phone these days. You open it on your phone, you scroll all the way to the top until you can't refresh that page anymore. You will catch a glimpse of episode 94. You click on that, you click play, you'll be able to get the same gems that we've been putting out every single week. You can hit that like button, you can hit that notification bell, you can hit that subscribe button, hit all three. Because the way the algorithm works now, if you're not hitting all three, this will not be captured by the masses who absolutely need to hear the gems that are coming out. So it is vital for us to at least be captured on the algorithm so that other people can hear this too, that you do all three of those things. And unbelievably, because we are doing this on this platform, we'll see, I I, I can never say it and I never will say it, but you get all of these gems for free that's unbelievable um just by doing those three things um that jay said and it only takes you two seconds of your time really to go to hit each one of those areas um again this allows us to to have a a bigger outreach um we thank you in advance for it um again it only takes a second of your time to show some love Uh, these are ways that you can really contribute to helping us grow and to help us reach other people who uh can use some growth in this time in life uh, we really appreciate if you do it. And then also one step further, if you've taken the time to watch our content, to actually like listen in on it, and you agree with what we have. Do you have any favorite episodes of yours that you love to, to, to recap on? Uh, share that as well with someone else. Uh, each one, teach one is what we're about. And this would really help us to do it. So again, just as a re- last reminder, uh, if you can support us by liking our content, turning on that notification bell, um, also subscribing to it. Uh, again, you're going to get all that content that we provide as a Chromas, uh first right away. And then you have the ability to share it, too. It only takes a few seconds of your time. That's it. Only a few seconds of your time. And if you are new to the Acromas podcast, this is your first episode watching. Um, there was a really impactful and emotional episode last week uh, with Miss Marsha Woodland, who came on to talk about her harrowing story, um, how she became... First a victim, then a survivor, and now an advocate um, against domestic violence. And that, I think, is an important episode for both men and women to watch. I think in our society now, especially for men, um, we sometimes feel as though we not only don't say anything, but we can't. Um, Whether it's out of our own ego or embarrassment in our situation, we feel as though we are not empowered to say anything about it. Let me tell you right now, you are. Um, because you are worth it. 
you matter. And it's important that you let yourself know that. I think sometimes we we may refrain from saying that to, to allow ourselves to stay in a relationship that's toxic or not for us. Um, so I, I think watching that episode, um, for those who have provided feedback, we thank you. I think it's I think it's an eye-opening one and one that um is impactful to those who have gone through it or who might be in it now and not be able to see those signs. So um, when you get a chance, in fact, you can pause this episode now and watch episode 93 and come back um, and share some feedback with us. Look, I know we're on episode 94 now, but you can go back through our vault of gems and choose an episode that you see and allow yourself to be submerged in that particular episode. And then you come back to us and say, hey, Jay, we'll see. I, I, I really this this episode spoke to me and here's why. And we will tell your story to our audience. We will share your story to our audience. There's no other podcast out there that is doing that right now, that is connecting with their community to the point of actually sharing their story and spotlighting, spotlighting that story onto an episode. Um, so that that was a very impactful episode. We'll see. I I, you know, I I know you appreciated it going through. There were some elements in there where um emotionally it just it just hit us you know and um i want to uh once again thanks um uh, to miss woodland for sharing that story to us yeah um it, it was definitely one of those um episodes where um life messages were delivered um was personally relatable with, with myself uh i consider myself to be a survivor of experiences to what uh miss woodland spoke on um, again, not a victim, and and I think it's help, healthy for everyone to look at yourself that way. You're not a victim; you're a survivor because you you've overcome that part of it. You live with it every day, um, but you're stronger. You learn that you're stronger than what you've been through. And I think uh, Miss uh, Woodland's uh, testimony and experiences to share some of her life events journey and how she's taken some of the most darkest moments of her her experiences and manifested it. Um, unintentionally but uh subconsciously through uh a beautiful movement of her of her uh, creation uh and we were thankful for it and we were very privileged to allow this to be a platform in which that we can share that message share that every single one of you matter if you're going through it now it's really important that you do pause this episode and go back take a look at that take a look at episode 93 of the Chromis podcast because uh, I can I can assure you it's going to be a life changing. It's going to be an emotional experience as it was for all of us uh, to get through, uh, to reflect on, to to recognize where you are in your life. And if you have if you are someone who's who's overcome it, uh, it's going to fill you with such great joy to know that you love yourself enough. Um, so we love you out there, whether we know you or not. And if you're going through it, uh, we're here. There is a community. And now, you know, there's several communities and we're networking and outreaching to make sure that each one of you understand how much we believe everyone is so damn worth it. And you don't have to be there. It's a choice. Um, it's time to choose you. So just wanted to really take a moment to let that sink in and hit home because it did for myself. Uh, Jay was able to relate certain aspects. We all were. Um, and Miss Marshall, we really thank you for coming on to be able to share that journey and enlighten our listeners and others around the world um, that there are outreaches and outlets that can help you with this. 100%. We'll see. Um, oof, what a week it has been, right? Um, you know, speaking of community, you know, this is a great community we're building. And I know many of 
the people that we have in our community, um, they're all familiar with music, right? We all have our different genres of music. Some love country, some love rock, um, some love hip hop, rap. Um, specifically in the hip hop and rap world this past week, uh, we lost someone. I mean, I none of us knew him personally, um, but we connected to him and his group through their music um, that they brought to us through their, not just music. Like I think, I think Migos as a group is they're, they're one of those groups that have blended into a lot of different avenues outside of just music. I've seen them in wrestling. Sometimes I've seen them, you know, outside of that doing skits, you know, doing different things. They kind of, they kind of broke the mold when it came to, hey, I'm just a hardcore rapper. I have no idea what my feelings are. I don't care about that. All I talk about is drugs, money, sex, that's it. Um, which for another episode is an issue in our community. But um, for this particular one, you know, it it hurt um, knowing that he passed. Um, again, even if we don't know him personally, but I think what what really affected a lot of people, including myself, is the fact that there are people that are taking the time out to film um, his body and to post it online. I couldn't imagine as a relative of takeoff, me waking up that morning before I even got a chance to, to know that he passed, to see it being filmed on Twitter and shared. Um, I, I can't even imagine the pain I would I would receive. So um, let's just make a promise going forward that we would not do that. Um, I can't even believe I have to say that, but there's no, there's no reason for that, um, to record it and then to share it. I can, I can understand if you're recording it for evidence and you're providing it to law enforcement, that's one thing, but if you're sharing it on Twitter and on Instagram, and then there are news media outlets that are taking that story and making money off of a dead body, um, that is very hurtful. Uh, so on a personal level, mm -hmm. that is something I hated seeing. Um, but rest in peace, take off. Um, condolences to the family, you know, to, to Quavo, um, you know, and to Offset. They're all, if you guys didn't know, they're all family. Um, so mm -hmm. I, I know it's a really tough time that they're going through. Um, it's always tough in general, losing a loved one, especially someone who, you grew up with in this particular genre and in this industry. Um, and then to be there during his final moments, I can't imagine. So, um, you know, RIP to take off and uh, my condolences to his friends and his family. Oh man, listen. Um, yeah. It's so much that I want to say about this. There's a lot of raw emotion. Um, there's a lot of um, areas that we need to address. Um beyond beyond the filter of um you know what we're seeing and jay you spoke on some of that but uh if we can get real for a second about it there's just a lot of uh things that that we need to we need to really speak on about this in particular for one uh shame on whomever is responsible for these algorithms and how they they put it out there mm. where where excuse my language but shit like that gets play in airtime where we witness again an, another human being uh, being slaughtered um, and not a soul there to actually console to help this person, right? Um, 
mean, this 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 person had 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 family. I, I I don't care about the artist. I don't care about any of that. I'm speaking about a person who who mother is now inconsolable because she lost a pain. She has a child that she lost, but there's a pain in loss when you lose people. We all experience it. We all know. So yeah. shame on every single one of you platforms out there who's been engaging conversation, bullshitting, talking about nothing but uh, the politics of this. Like, shame on all of you. And especially those of you that are in the Black community, shame on you. Because we've come how far to have us be exploited in that way. We speak about everything else that don't make no damn sense from Kanye West and what's going on in his life outside of focusing on what we should be doing in the community to better ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. But 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 it's all about likes, right? We only, we only focus on that. We only focus on how many views we can get, right? Because everybody is so busy clout chasing. But there should be a bigger appreciation for one another, for life that we lose, right? Now, 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 now the irony of this is, right, we can go back to focusing on times where, you know, Dr. Martin Luther King was assassinated, right? Where we had people of empowerment who are no longer, that were no longer here, that was taken from us within the community. And I'm speaking to our community right now. Well, Malcolm X was assassinated by someone of his own creed, his own kind. And this is another example of it where you have a group of people that is a representation outside of what the statistics look like in hip hop in this case, mm-hmm. occasion, who was was gunned down over something that's senseless. I don't give a damn what it was about. It didn't matter. Because mm-hmm. a lot of you walk around here with, with this bravado that you are just untouchable to life. But guess what? Newsflash. We all are going to pass at some point. But that don't mean that someone has to take a life. Yeah. Like, it just doesn't make any sense to me. This is all I've seen. I've avoided a lot of social media lately. But whenever I've gotten on, I see it. And it's the same goddamn thing where everyone talks about oh, man, gone too soon, or I can't believe this happened, or, man, this person was really this to me or that to me. No flowers to give it to people while they're here. Mm-hmm. Folks are not appreciated. Let's be clear about this. If something happened to me today or something happened to Jay today, I can assure you that our traction would shoot through the roof based on the algorithms just mm-hmm. because it's something to talk about. Not because of the message we're delivering or the mm-hmm. service we've been providing and be giving consistently to people to make a difference, right? That wouldn't matter. But there's plenty of airtime and play for people who are just regurgitating other conversations of what other people posted about bullshit. And it has to stop. At some point, this has to stop. And honestly, you owe it to yourself as yep. a viewer to make a difference because mm-hmm. you dictate what gets played. Yep. You get you dictates what gets shown out there. You dictate what's considered to be a priority. And if we're going to consider what happens to take off to be a priority to the community, then we got to check ourselves first tired of i'm tired of it personally man i'm tired of it i know you're tired of it and as a listener i hope this resonates with you to be tired of it and if you are then do something about it today mm. don't entertain it mm. let it go because it's not for you you have to be the person to to be the head of the movement to understand the direction we need to go because there aren't any real leaders around anymore no because everyone that is around to be quite honest are busy on politicking mm-hmm Everyone's posturing in this day and age. But guess what? You look at every, every other ethnic and community group, there's a sense of empowerment at the end of the day mm-hmm. where their people pull together. Now, again, this is a message to the Black community. Pull together. Really mm-hmm. do something about it as a community and stop wasting some time bullshitting and talking about things that's irrelevant to what's going to happen moving forward 
outside of waiting for the next incident to happen. You just say mm-hmm. it's a damn shame. So pull it together, man. Let's get it together. And this is exactly why we are doing what we're doing, right? We're here to encourage empowerment and self-development. And this is an aspect of it, too, where you need to kick in your ass. Now, this is for our, this is for the black community, but this is for every one of you that's a listener that's been entertaining this bullshit. It needs to stop. So it starts with you. Mm-hmm. With all the media outlets, stop complaining about TMZ that's posting these sort of things if you're going to entertain it and give it play value. Because if you do it, then you're just as guilty as the person who pulled the trigger. Mm. Wow. And that's where I stand on it. I don't care. I don't care how anyone takes it or how anyone sees it or how it's perceived. The facts are what it is. This is mm. not an opinion. This is purely facts. So if you want to make a difference, this is why you need to be able to be outspoken if you can be. And if you're not, enlighten yourself to be willing to grow and listen to people who are really about that life. And we do that. We're about it. We're not talking about it just for the sake of it. We bring on guests, as you saw in episode 93, that's here to make a difference. That's really about trying to share a story, the unsung heroes that that get no validation, that need no validation, but they persevere and they pull forward because they know their presence make a difference in somebody's life. Mm. First being theirs. And hopefully it helps you if you need it. That's what this platform is about. It stands against everything that we saw that happened in an incident like that. So you know what? If we don't need it, the algorithms to hell with the J. Because if we reach one of you out there and we make a difference, each one teach one is what we talk about. Mm-hmm. So it's up to you to pick up the ball and keep it moving with us. So that's where we get real change from, Jay. So we can stop saying shit like that and senseless slaughters happen, not just to, you know, people who are our celebrities, but across the board in every community, in every continent. We need it to stop. It got, the world can be better if we choose it to be. Mm-hmm. Life can be better and sustainable for all if we choose it to be. So we're doing our part as best we can to deliver that. And this is why we need your help. This is why we, we are pleading with you for these exact reasons because maybe we can reach some, some, someone to help enlighten and show them something different outside of a of nasty cycle of what they've been living generationally speaking. Mm. To know their worth. Because we can't depend on certain people with the, in the right positions to do so. Yeah. So we're, we, we're, we'll do it. We'll do it. Gladly. Mm. So that's I wanted to get that off my chest. There's so much more I could say about it, but that's been that that right there has been eating on my soul this entire mm-hmm. week, senselessly. Yes. And I shared tears for it. I really did because I didn't know the man. I wasn't even a fan of his, to be honest with you. But the pain behind it, the pain mm-hmm. behind someone losing a mother losing a child, as a father, my kids, I can't imagine that. I wouldn't want to be slaughtered and have to be remembered on a fucking t-shirt. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't want that, man. It's not right. It shouldn't be like that, man. It's, we shouldn't live in a world like that where I got to say goodbye to my brother, my family, ahead of his time over something so senseless, man. We lose too many people too regularly, and it's too common, and it's too normal. It's too normalized now. Mm. Don't even, like, look at the video that, that these things is put out there. I, I, didn't have, I didn't even want to see it because I'm like, we, 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 and Dave Chappelle mentioned this a few years ago where, We've sensitized these sort of approaches to these things where we just look at it and it just is what it is. And people have no emotions anymore. People are just so robust to how they approach it. And it's just to fill a story on the timeline now or just to hop on the bandwagon of talking about something, but you're not actually a plan in action. So it doesn't happen again. 
That shit hurts, man. I'm sorry, it hurts. It hurts. Because we both, I've lost family like that because of senseless shit like that. And it's, it's enough, man. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of seeing people that I know that go through it that this, that this gets hurt because it's ripple effects. Other people get hurt for this stuff, too. So all of you out there that's glorifying this man for this, fa- this man's family, all of them, that's a part of Quavo, all of, like, listen, they're human beings, man. They're people. It's bigger than the, 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 the politics side of all of this. It's bigger than that, man. Mm-hmm. They're human beings. Have some compassion. Have compassion for people who are going through it. Have compassion for the people that's responsible because it's senseless. Because that's a generational thing that is built upon that sort of anger and and mm-hmm. and and hatefulness to take a life. That's not taking a life is not an easy thing to do. You got to have some, some something in you that's a little different. And as human beings, you choose how you respond to things. You may not be able to initially dictate how you have received the information subconsciously, but you choose how you react to it. Mm-hmm. That's on you. So as a whole, let's fucking do better. Let's do better, man. I couldn't have said it better myself. Um, and, and the reason why I mention some of those other industries, some of those other genres of music, is because that shit doesn't happen in there. You don't see this in the rock industry. You don't see this in country. So hell, death metal, you don't even see this. Right. You, you don't. You see it only in our community. And it always happens. People are always getting it. I mean, I can go back to when Nip passed. Right. Go all the way back in history when Pac left, when Biggie left. All of these pioneers, these these legends within the industry, whether they're on the street side or in the music side, they're all looking to build a difference. Right. My man Nip gave back to his neighborhood with that whole marathon brand. He gave back to his own hood. He went back there and stayed there to give back. Young Dolph the same way. I mean, I was going to get Grandma Cookies from down the store where he always goes and just gets completely annihilated. This happens only in our community. You don't see that happen in Ozzy Osbourne or any of the rock, rock legends in that world. You don't see it happen to Darius Rucker or any of the legends in the countryside. It only happens in hip-hop. So there's a problem there. There's a huge problem there. And I think so many times in history, we'll see we've danced around that subject because because folks think it's racist or they think it's so short-sighted or they think, well, it's a reflection on how we're living. Well, change the way you're living. Change your life. This is the opportunity now, right? Don't let this happen. Don't let this happen again. Don't let this be another statistic. If you are in a scenario like, 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 like that, calm yourself down. Calm the situation down. Not everything has to resort to violence. Not everything has to come out, well, I got to shoot you now. I have to kill you now. I have to end your life. I have to end your legacy. It never has to be that way. I don't care if it was accidental or on purpose. You shouldn't be having a gun toting that that early in the morning. Shouldn't be having it at all with you. You shouldn't be having it at all. We shouldn't be in this mentality. Oh, I got to protect myself from all the haters out there, all the all the all the ops, all this stuff. Like it gets tiring, bro. And then we want to be taken seriously, but this is the shit we put out there, right? You can't you can't have it both ways. You can't because this is the result. This happens all the time, and unfortunately, ain't going to be the last time. Um, we're we're gonna have to be on this podcast again on some other episode speaking about the dead. This is just how it's just how it's gonna be. And it's unfortunate that we'll see you're absolutely right. We don't have that leader today. You know, we don't I, I can't imagine Martin Luther King or Malcolm X or any of those pillars back during the civil rights movement 
not being there at that time. I can't imagine how far behind we would have been, but it's embarrassing to know that we had them there and we've fallen so far from that. That I think is worse because we knew what the other side looked like. We knew what it looked like to be marching arm in arm on Washington to, to, to because of the rights that we did not have, because we were looked at second class, third class citizens, because we were brought here, not because we wanted to, because we were pulled, because we were sold into it, only to have our rights stripping here, only to have segregation ended, you know, after that all all that happened. And, and, and for us to be where we are now is sad. This is what, 60 plus years since that happened. And this is where we are. This is all we have to speak for it. We could be so much farther. We could be so much better. You spoke of communities, we'll see. And with all the other shit happening this week, look at what's going on in a Jewish community. Look how quick they are to react to things that they find vile. Things that they 100% disagree and I disagree with as well. Instantly, they are pulling off of folks. Kanye lost billions in a matter of seconds. Kyrie was forced to apologize. That is power in a community. And they have learned that lesson. We have that power too. But we also have to look inside of ourselves and build within ourselves, within our own community, to show that power outwards. It has happened before where people have spouted the N-word and lost everything, which they should have. But then from that point, we have to be better ourselves not to use it as a word of endearment. We have to be better. And we'll see yep. on and on about this, man. But bottom line is we can do better. And because we know better, we should be doing better. And that's the that's the real tragedy of it. We are We're no longer in the dark with a lot of things. We can now receive the same education that people died to receive back in the day that they couldn't, right? Mm-hmm. We now we now have the opportunity to have the same books, the same wealth of knowledge that that only privileged people in the past had. We have access to all of that. We have access to our history. We know about us more now, or at least have the opportunity to learn more about us now than we ever have. Because at some point, they didn't want us to know about our history. They didn't want us to know about how strong or powerful we are. To them, our our history started with slavery. Can I can I can I just interject for once one second, Jay? Yep. Uh, and you were you were actually with me when we we went to go see the Emmett Till movie, right? Emmett Till. Yep. And in that theater, there were, I I, I think there were only a handful of folks that look looked like us, like our people there, mm-hmm. uh, for part of something historical that uh, I feel as though would have been impactful for our people in particular to, to, to understand, you know, that, you know, this is where we were in a point in time where this was something to happen. That was very horrific to a child. And my focus of, of observing that was to look at the empowerment of how our people pulled together though, mm-hmm. where, where it mattered. That was the message for me, you know, not necessarily to focus on the ugliness that happened because there's ugliness that happens everywhere. And for me, the message was missed. When I saw that, when we were there in the movie, I was like, damn, the message is missed because you don't hear anything about this. This is not getting any airtime because it's an ugly part of history we don't want to address. But more importantly, our people don't care to understand, to know about. Because mm-hmm. you ask the average child nowadays who, who, who that was about, they couldn't tell you. A lot of people didn't even know that movie was out when I was mentioning it. Yeah. They had no idea. And I said, no, this I am obligated to go see this. There's no way I'm not seeing a movie such as this. Mm-hmm. You know, we can go watch The Woman King, right? Which 
historically isn't as accurate as as, as to, to history. But we can go watch it because it's entertaining. But we we don't want to go. Watch, oh, and let's be clear here. Even with Black Panther, the, you know, get ready to come up. Totally mm-hmm. understand why everyone wants to go see it. But let's be clear. Something with that in this sort of a movie, this is a lesson to learn about life and how that the empowerment of a group of people can move mountains, mm-hmm. right? And it's just been missed. Ever heard anything about it? it was missed. If you haven't saw that movie, it's still out now. Definitely go check it. Check it out. Uh, there's some parts in it that is is not necessarily on cue with facts, but the message is there of what it was meant to be, and it was impactful and it was felt. And uh, someone who's grown up in the in this country, uh, but knowing where my origins lie, you owe it to yourself. You owe it to yourself to to learn the history of america mm. of what it's been so that we can have an idea of what role you need to play in it so that you can empower yourself to be a huge driving factor in what it could become someday mm. because if you got kids they look at, at what you do if you got relatives family and friends if you're someone that's considered to be of a leader they look at what you do so what i found to be interesting if we could have other communities to find more interest into a history of the past to be present in theaters to watch movies such as this or, you know, historical events to be a part of uh, attending, then why isn't our community more focused on that? But, but, we, but we focus on what we were just discussing earlier, but the negative aspect of it, right? Like, mm-hmm. damn, that should have happened. But you know what? Something that I had overheard from DJ Academics, which was true, where there's this sort of a uh, I agree with him on where it's this sort of a culture of uh, he said gangster culture is what he called it, uh, like in the hood where, you know, uh, you know, out of sight, out of mind, really, is mm-hmm. what he, the message he was driving across, where uh, you had people that would come online talking about the event that happened that was supposedly there, but they didn't know what happened. They didn't see what happened. Mm-hmm. So you know, now we still have a mother that's consoling the loss and no one really knows what happened when this was a. Uh, a secluded party with a set amount of people who were known that was going to be there, yet we still mm-hmm. have no conviction. We don't have anyone that's been put, that's been brought up, but yet we had a whole um, uh, meeting about it where there's the police department talking about this, right? But no one has been pulled up, and yet they still don't know. But we got videos out there circulating with a lot of information and detail. And you better believe they're going to do their job because they have to. This is a high prior, high profile case, yep. high priority case. So they will do their job. And someone will get convicted most likely for this. But the reality of it is we live in a world where this has been how, it's been how long and we haven't heard. And, and the public hasn't heard anything of conviction related to what really matters, justice mm-hmm. for this person, right? Because when you look at it and you go through everything that's happening, then you realize how bad it is, and it really becomes a just us situation mm-hmm. every time. And this isn't looked at. It isn't looked at, right? Because we don't take it serious enough within our community, right? Mm-hmm. Now, 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 let, let, let's be clear here, guys. I want to re- reiterate to something. The message of our episode wasn't even on its topic today. It wasn't <laughs> even about this. This is how passionate we are about what really matters. We wasn't even going in this direction, but this is how raw and real we are about these things. And what we are passionate about and speaking on because we really do believe in self-development and change and the betterment of you because we do believe every one of you matter and we are all so damn worth it. Mm-hmm. So this takes top topic right now. It has to. It yeah. has to. Because you can't let we can't let a moment like this pass without 
addressing it until waiting until the next thing happens, right? Because mm-hmm. I don't want to be a casualty. I don't want to be a martyr of in that manner. Mm-hmm. Take off didn't deserve that as a human being. That that man didn't deserve that. Mm-hmm. No one deserves that is what the message is. But primarily to our black community directly, we are impactful to what those situations and outcomes look like. Because it's too it's happened so frequently that it's been normalized to the point that it's publicized as entertainment. That gotta stop. Go learn your history. That was the point of me mentioning in Matil in that movie. Go learn about the history. Yep. And go watch a movie like that to see how in tragedy a community really pulled together. Because at this point, there's a war that's happening internally within the black community. Yeah. And guess what? Takeoff is on the loser side of that. People who have a certain mentality that's politicking or so gangster, it's, it's about that life. You're losing. We're all losing. Yeah. Let's pull and 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 and, and rank and empowerment over people. Then why don't you utilize that for a good pro, a good a good thing, right? Because it's not profitable for you. Exactly. But there's an outlet of it, and make investments into your youth. Make investments into the community to help show them that hey, look, high school uh, graduation is the isn't the end, all be all. The next step is for you is for college or some sort of trade school. Hey, this is how you go about it. Hey, let's learn how to establish uh, credit because there was points in time where there was all black communities mm-hmm. that that focused on that had to because they wanted to not be included in society. They were oppressed and pushed into a way where they had to establish how to properly bring up our community. And that was, as we know, was really abolished. You want to be truthful about it. But guess what? We're in a point of time now where we just are not even really taking true consideration for the youth. No one gives a damn. No one cares about them. No one cares about the generation. But then we talk about how everybody is on TikTok, right? How these generations, this seems to be their level of education. It's how many likes and views you can get in a video to become an instant star overnight. Because no one knows about hard work and morals and no one really understands the underlying underlining of where we are in this in this country and how we're viewed. People like me, people like Jay, people that look like us. That's should be the number one topic in the black community. Mm-hmm. That should be the topic of not that this is happening, but how can we progress as people first? And how can we better better ourselves first? How can we make changes so that the next generation can thrive? Because we're losing right now. We're losing in life right now. Yeah. Yeah. Because we are our own biggest enemies. So I don't want to, I don't point fingers at anyone but myself, because I owe it to myself, my predecessors, to be better than what the expectation has been set out there for me in society, uh, from other communities that are not in favor of people who are like me. Financially, politically, uh, you know, career-wise, relationship-wise, whatever it may be for me of like how you communicate with people, we are always oppressed in that way. But you choose to accept it. And what's happening is everyone is oppressing everyone else that looks like each other. Mm-hmm. Like I, a group of people, everyone just oppress everyone. Yep. They'll get behind someone that's doing something negative, right? Or they'll get behind someone that's doing something that is not of what would be considered a moral, morally good movement, but 
when you have a platform of things like what we're doing right now, the algorithm is, algorithm is telling you this ain't it. Mm-hmm. This is not what you should be paying attention to. Mm-hmm. Right? Because it would rather keep people stupid, deaf, and dumb. Mm. It would rather do it. And, 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 and people choose to accept that. But again, this goes back to you having a sense of empowerment to make a difference, to like our content, really, because what we're talking about is really a movement that, that is all about growth. That's all about being impactful. That's really about making changes. That's really about trying to get out here in this community and make things happen. Be a part of something beautiful, right? If we if we make we reach one reach reach one person, then we we've succeeded because we know what it feels like to have wanted to have that, but we didn't have it. So here we are because we didn't have it. So it was a need for it. It was a need for it. We stood by and I didn't damn think about it. Because what's the point of me complaining about it? What's the point of us having a conversation about this today if we're not actually taking affirmative action on it? So this is your chance to do it too. This is your chance to be a part of what uh, be a part of it and be a contributor to ourselves, to the guests we've had on, who shared their story and their journeys, and who are still striving for something better. Mm. Well, see, I, I I think I think in today's day and age. Too many people are looking for that leadership. I think a lot of people are saying, yeah, God, we got to do better. We uh, This can't keep happening. Another dead soul, another statistic. Man, we can't, we can't keep burying our own. But then we continue to bury our own. There isn't, there isn't a group of people right now who are doing what we're doing while we are also in said community. There are times where you might have people from other communities speak for us, but we're speaking for ourselves to you. We look just like you. We have seen what you are seeing now. And we're here to tell you that there is another way. I was speaking to somebody at my office about something like this when when takeoff passed, when he was murdered. And one of the conversations we had was about that community building, about what a neighborhood looks like. And the hood that we glorify so much is of our own dealings. It's of our own lack of accountability. It's our own lack of leadership. A neighborhood is just a set of buildings, right? Buildings, playgrounds, parking lots, homes, houses, That's what a neighborhood is. The people who make up that neighborhood make up how valuable that neighborhood is. Before we had anything like this, we had Tulsa, where we had Black Wall Street. We had all of that set already. We had a booming neighborhood of Black businesses, Black families coming together, unifying, building power, and they took it away from us. Not only did they take it away from us, they wanted us to forget it ever happened. They removed all traces of it happening so we can't look at something and believe that we could be successful as a group. And now it seems that we've fallen into the trap of believing that, that all we have now is violence, looking out for ourselves, killing the ops, going after whatever you need to to survive. And we keep repeating the same shit over and over again. So here we are again talking about the loss of another life. And it wouldn't be the last time we do it. And we'll see you're right. We had something that we were going to talk about. But this takes precedence. This 
is much more important and much more impactful and much more needed to be said than anything else that we had to do today. And the, the core piece of it, back to that conversation I had, is if we realize that we have the power in our community, if, if your neighbor and yourself have come together and realize that you yourself can keep the, the neighborhood that you have tidy, you can keep the grass cut, right? Let, let me go to examples. Keep the grass cut. Keep your lawn looking tidy. Keep the front of your house looking beautiful. Keep your doors clean. Keep them up to date. Keep your windows clean. Keep them up to date. Keep your neighborhood safe. Create a neighborhood event that you can have with the youth in that neighborhood. A block party. Uh, and, uh, you know, uh, buy moon bounces. Elevate each other. Hold each other accountable in that community. That's how you begin changes. That's where it all starts. That's where we spend most of our time anyway. We spend it at home. We spend it being raised. So it's up to the people who are living in said community to build it. What I've seen, however, are people who come from these neighborhoods, from these hoods, and they move into different neighborhoods that are elevated. Those neighborhoods have made it. Those are the neighborhoods I'm talking about where each one is accountable for their own shit. And they are willing to lend a helping hand to others in that community to grow. It's just like a family. But then you have others coming in with the same mentality that they had from the hood. And it spreads within our community for two reasons. One, the property values go down because people feel less safe. People feel like they can't raise a family out there. People feel like they must move. They themselves must elevate to another level in order to escape what they were in before. And then the cycle continued because now that neighborhood, which was a well-to-do neighborhood, an A neighborhood has turned into a D neighborhood because of that accountability, because of the lack of leadership. And I'm calling on you. I'm calling on the ones who are older than even we are, the ones that have been in these neighborhoods for so long and understand how everything runs. It's up to you to call those meetings. It's up to you to hold others accountable. It's up to you. That's where it starts. So if we were to start in our own communities around the U.S., those who have been here the longest have seniority because they understood how it looked before it got to where it got now. Because again, neighborhoods turn, right? You, a, a building is a building regardless where it is. A home is a home regardless where it is. It's the people of that neighborhood that make up those homes that make up that neighborhood that control what comes in and what goes out so it sucks sometimes because we'll see a lot of the times we have to carry the burden of our own community the moment you said yeah i, I was born and raised in southeast dc there is a stigma to that it's not like you were born and raised in potomac maryland yep. right it's a it's night and day People have those beliefs because perception is reality, regardless if you agree or disagree about that. So why not make Southeast D.C. the place to be? Why not make Southeast the next Potomac, Maryland? We have the power to do that. Dr. MLK did not have social media back then, and he still spread that message around the world. Not just our country, but the world. MLK, the same thing. All of those leaders, Rosa Parks, all of those leaders during that time cemented themselves in history because they stood out. They became leaders. They put their lives on the line so that we can have a better life. They sacrificed their own existence because they wanted us to be free. 
They wanted us to be equal. And now we're taking advantage of that because we have those opportunities to grow and we are sheltering ourselves. We're bringing ourselves back in. We're turning to those bad habits. All of that can change and it changes because of you. You have to be the one looking in the mirror. And I know a lot of people are going to look at this and comment and saying that we're preaching, that we're Uncle Tom's, that we're looking down on our community, but we're saying it out of love. We love, we love being black and we love our communities, but we love it enough to know when shit is not going right. We love it enough to call it out. Just like anything else in this world where you see that things are going bad, you have to be the one to call it out. And that's what this is today. Because we can't go another week without mentioning it, without talking about it, without bringing light to it, especially because we are black, especially because we are still in the community and we are growing a community of like-minded people who are focused on goal setting and habit building. Imagine that shit. You don't have this out there. And the algorithms don't want it. Why do you think? Why do you think? Well, let me go to that example that I was talking about when I downloaded an app, right? I'm going to put it out there. It's called Like, L-I-K-E-E. I downloaded that app and I wanted to see something for fun because I truly believe that what they were feeding us was shit. And not just us, meaning people around our age, but I'm talking about our youth, right? I had a feeling that the algorithms were what they were and they were publicizing stuff because they knew those were going to be the things that got the best views. Not because they are for you, but because they wanted those things to get those views because they know it would draw in more traction, more attention, and make more money for these companies. So what I did is I logged on to that app. I logged on as a seven-year-old. I'm a seven-year-old boy from it doesn't even matter. The next step I had to do is choose the things that I had interest in. And I said, let me be as innocent as I possibly can be to see if what that algorithm shows me. Because there are certain things I can tap on and I could say, okay, I could see why that might be something that would be for you. But I told myself, okay, let's go into toys, right? I have an interest in toys. I have an interest in sports. I have an interest in arts and crafts. Very innocent. I lie to you not. The moment I got access into that page, the moment I went under the For You page, I see a grown woman twerking for me. The next one, I see somebody holding a gun and toting it and talking about their hood. Again, I am a seven-year-old boy, and this is what's being filled in my head. Things that are obviously inappropriate for people my age. That is what I'm seeing. I'm seeing breasts. I'm seeing ass. I'm seeing guns. The first three things I scroll through, even if I refresh the page, that's what I'm seeing. So every time you hear those algorithms, and it's the algorithm doing this and that, these companies are purposefully putting stuff out there for you to see. Because they know that's what's going to generate the most buzz. That's going to that's what's going to generate the most feedback, the most engagement. Because it's either sexualized or based on violence or based on some weird raw version of entertainment. So I want to tell you that it is up to you to change. Don't allow some algorithm to change you. Change yourself. Look at the man or the woman in the mirror today and say, I am going to hold myself accountable. I am going to hold my community accountable. I'm going to go, I'm going to cut my own damn lawn today. I'm going to make sure that the outside of my house looks so presentable, so beautiful that my neighbors on either side are going to get worried. They're going to get flustered. They're going to be like, well, shit, I got to look like this homie now. Mm -hmm. I got to compete with it. Let me, let me cut my lawn today. 
right? And then the person to that right will say, damn, damn, James got his, hey, he got his driveway hooked up, freshly paved, got a new mailbox, a new lawn. I want to get like him. And then all of a sudden, a couple of years later, your property value elevates because now homie from Wall Street wants to come and live where you live. He wants to come to O Block. He wants to come to Southeast D.C. to live because like, man, this neighborhood is thriving. I feel safe. I want to raise my kids here rather than I want to get the hell out of here. That's what it's all about. That's what y'all aren't seeing right now is we have the power to do that. I'm saying that because I've seen it. We'll seek and say it because he's seen it. We're living in that. Once you keep that neighborhood growing and safe and secure and booming, you are going to attract what you put out. It's the law of attraction. It's going to come back to you. It's going to come back to you. It does it all the time. So take care of those folks out there. Look after the youth. If you're in a neighborhood, create an after-school program for the youth where they can come to a safe place and study. They can learn. They can read about things that even if they don't, even if it isn't school-related per se, teach them how to build credit. Teach them how to invest. Teach them what it looks like to, to balance a, a checkbook. Teach them about their history outside of what they know, outside of what social media is telling them. Buy your whole neighborhood of kids tickets to go watch Till, especially if they're a teenager or, or, or under that age. This kid was 14 years old, ain't know nothing about Mississippi, went down there and lost his life in the most tragic way. And if you know at that time, they didn't have the power to say no. You couldn't tell Charlie that, no, you can't take my nephew from my house. You can't drag my nephew out of my house and do whatever you want with him. He ain't have power to say that. Because he knows he's dead. He knows he's next on the list because he doesn't have power. And if he did anything about that, he would have lost his two sons. We don't, we are not in that same situation now. We have the power to change, but it's up to you to do it. Y'all might sit here and think it's hard, but it's not. It just takes one step. One step, and I mentioned it. What other podcast out there is going to tell you what you can do to build? Just cut your grass, mow your lawn, get a new fence, update your windows, update the facade of your house, and you're going to bring more people in because now others are going to be encouraged to do the same thing. It's all about community building. You got one person to start it off, though, and you need somebody to do that. Get the pillar of the community to invest in himself, invest in his family, invest in his house, invest in his neighborhood. If we build these neighborhoods, like the Potomac's out there, right? Like all of these, like the Bethesda Chevy Chase neighborhoods, all those neighborhoods that are surrounding where, where, where some of the tougher neighborhoods are. If we have and adopt that same mentality, everything will change. You know what else will change? The businesses that sell to us will change. You will not see another drive-through liquor store in the hood. You will not. Go to, go to Bethesda right now. Go to Potomac right now. Tell me if you see a drive through liquor store. You see Whole Foods, right? You see all that. I'm not lying. We're not lying. This is what happens. You see Yes Organic Markets. You see folks outside in the nighttime, midnight, could be 1 a.m., 2 a.m., walking their dogs without a care in the world. You can't do that in those other neighborhoods, but you know why? It's because it starts with you. You got to hold yourself responsible. Hold those around you responsible. Hold them accountable. And I can guarantee you, you will see change. It won't happen immediately because there are going to be some people that are like, all right, I got to move out. 
I don't like how things are going here. And that's good. They need to leave. That mentality needs to leave. But when you're rebuilding a neighborhood and you're tired of gentrification, you're tired of other people coming in and taking your shit. Well, you got to stand for it. You got to build your shit up yourself. That's what you have to do. The minute you do that, you are going to keep the people who look like you there. If that is your concern, that's what you got to do. You can't cry about it being left. You got to take advantage of your situation now. It's 2022. We are not in the 40s, 50s, or 60s. It is the opportunity that you have now to change your life, to change your neighborhood, to change your surroundings. And I guarantee you it spreads. It spreads just as bad as the negativity spreads, positivity will spread. And I guarantee you it will spread faster and it would stay there longer because there are so many other benefits to being a positive community than just having a long cut. Your property value will increase thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars in a matter of years because there are other people who are moving there that have a much higher net worth that want to live there. It's no longer low-income housing, right? That's a mindset. You can change that. You, you're living there. You can change that. Allow, be, allow it to become a high net worth neighborhood because you decided to elevate in your job. You decided to elevate the neighborhood. You decided that you wanted to pull people in who you know would help build the neighborhood. But you have to give back. You have to be the one to make the change. It starts with you. It starts with you. Yeah, I think, um, honestly, Jay, I think that's the point we'll end it on today. Mm. Um, starts with you, accountability, um, defining what real change looks like inward so that it's projected outward to the world and the world, your world around you. I think that's really what it comes down to. So we really hope that, that today your life self to take it in, take all of this in, digest it. It was a lot to, to reflect on. A lot of emotion, as you can see, um, and a lot of it that you can resonate. You probably feel as well outward, even if you had, haven't had a chance to speak it and say it and put it into existence. We'll do it for you today. We'll give you a chance to actually reflect on that and start taking action so that you grow. Let's make a difference, folks, because you matter. 100% we'll see. Um for the sake of an episode like this, um, we'll just leave it to you to, to to let this resonate, meditate on it, listen back to it. There are gems in here. You can't, you cannot find us anywhere else on the web. I'm telling you now. Everyone is taking content from somebody else who already spread the content and they're just resharing, rehash shit that is no longer relevant. This is relevant. This is happening right now. I dare, I dare y'all to say something different to us. This is happening right now. So you take the day, you take the week, take the month, take the year to change yourself, to grow, to build yourself. That's all we ask. That's all we ask. You be the change that you want to see in your community, in your own life. You be that change. Don't, don't wait for somebody else to do it for you. You be that change. And I guarantee you, your life and the life around you will be so much better because of it. Until next week, ladies and gentlemen, it's your boy, J.H. Gibbons. And we'll see. Peace. Peace.